Hey, we're Ramones of the Day, and this is I Can't Make It On Time. One, two, three, four. Welcome to Ramones of the Day, the podcast examining every Ramones song alphabetically from 53rd to the word zero. I am Philip, And I'm Molly. And today we are discussing I Can't Make It On Time. From 1980's End of the Century. I can't make it on time. I can't make it on time. I can't make it on time. I keep trying. (laughs) Uh, This is written by, it's credited by the Ramones. Ramones. But Molly and I were speaking before that we feel this is very clearly a Dee Dee song. I think it's got Dee Dee written all over it. Why do you feel it? Just the the words, it's just, I can't make it on time. It's like, ah. So my two theories are, A, either... You know, Dee Dee's in the van, and it takes, like, notoriously a Mm -hmm. crazy long time to get Joey out of his apartment, and they have to, like, sometimes just wait for Monty to go drag him down or whatever, like, an hour. And I just imagine Dee Dee sitting in the back, you know, just so frustrated, just, like, writing this song about Joey. And or the second option is that probably one day they had some meeting set up or whatever, and, you know, Dee Dee's in his hotel room and he's kind of hung over and or high still and he gets the call and it's like you're supposed to be here we've got this interview and he's like ah screw these guys i'm gonna write a song and it's like i can't make it on time like, i ah. think and, and i and by way of transition i gave this a song category of love because it does seem to be about a relationship it is totally about a relationship it yeah. also seems to be completely plausible that it's Dee, Dee with a girl and she keeps getting upset that he won't you know, get to whatever appointment it is, the job interview that she yeah. set him up with her father's company. And and he's <laughs> oh, like, darling. oh, I can't, can't do it. And he's frustrated with himself, but also, like, just being honest, with, like, you know this isn't You know this isn't I'm gonna not going to make this. I'm I can't make funny. it on time. I can't uh, even make it on time. Let me get some, <laughs> let me, let me, let me feed the fact beast. And please, please. Uh, they played this song live 21 times. Wow, okay. And most notably, I watched some of them. There are slight solos, guitar solos. Whoa! Yeah, like those little just yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not it's not Jimmy Page, but it's, it's something. Happening. And I remember like sort of sitting up and like, what? Wait a minute! What? Cool. Did somebody sneak on stage and start playing the? No, it's it's him. It's Johnny Ramone. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that was remarkable. Um, uh, there's a glockenspiel in this. Okay, a glockenspiel. A glockenspiel. And we're not sure if it's glockenspiel or xylophone. No, we have no idea what to do. <laughs> We don't know what the difference is, but I was saying earlier that I think a glockenspiel is just what a douche calls a xylophone. <laughs> um, that's the difference. Or, or an Austrian person. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Whatever. Um, uh, yeah, is this song about a guy who is just late for something? It's like it's like the lowest stakes. It's well, the lowest no, stakes I, song. I actually, well, we're sort of getting past facts now, but um, I want the lyrics. I I I like that. Here, here's what they do very well. Mm-hmm. Many times is they write songs that are so ambiguous that you can interpret them. You know, okay. and I think that. You know, you're looking at this song, you're reading these lyrics, and you're thinking, okay, this is obviously about a couple. But, you know, the way that you come at it, 
I think can be interpreted how you come at what you think this couple's relationship is. Okay. And I love that about this song. You know, because I think it's also kind of a metaphor for their relationship of that, like this line, I can't hurry and you can't wait, you know, Mm -hmm. of just being a metaphor for an entire relationship. I think I've been in that relationship before for sure. That's true. So I don't know. That's a good poll. Good, good storytellers. Um, Amen. Amen. Um, So end of the century is largely a wrecking crew album with Joey singing and not a lot of Ramones on it. Sure. Right? Yeah. Uh, I've n- I've so yet to, they say. So they say. Uh, I've yet to find, like, an authenticated here's who played what where yeah. thing. So I, in thinking about this song, I was wondering, it was like, I, I enjoy the guitar on this. Is that Johnny Ramone or is that one of the Kessels? There's, like, these yeah. two brothers, I guess, who played guitars. Um. So here's my bigger picture thing. So when Phil Spector was really doing his thing back in the 60s, mm-hmm. he he this is how he always did it. He had these incredible musicians mm-hmm. that he used to play incredible music incredibly. Yeah. Um does that like alter the authenticity of a song for you to know those like this is the birds but only one guy sings on it and like they're not all doing it. Does that do a And does it do that same thing no. for the Ramones, especially being that it's like when I was saying earlier, it was like the punk aesthetic of like, you know, you do it all yourself. And yeah. I, like, I mean, I is don't it different know. for for genres of music? I have a hard time with it because as most people who love the Ramones really don't like this album, mm-hmm. I actually really like this album. Right. Um one thing, just to bring it down to a microcosm to sort of okay. try to explain my feelings on this. This song, in particular, though, I think has a weakness, which is that glockenspiel. Really? I don't think the Ramones would ever. <laughs> and it does feel really out of place. I think when I hear it, I'm like, that's the Spectre thing. That, mm-hmm. like, if they'd done this album without Spectre, there's no freaking way there'd be a glockenspiel coming in to, like, sure. to like you know. I I can't. Deny that. So this song in particular, I feel like it's really, if, if you're looking at the, the spectrum of Spectre. The Spectrum. <laughs> this the spectrum, is one of those songs. The Spectre Rectum. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. <laughs> it's like. It's just one of those moments on this album where I feel like, okay, that's where it went too far. Right mm-hmm. there. I can point at it. Wow. But in general, I accept this album as a Ramones album, hmm. even though I know that probably not any of them really played on it. I think because they wrote it, Joey's singing it, and if you'll remember from a previous episode, we've come to the conclusion that not every Ramone as a single on a song makes it a Ramone song, right. but if it's just a Joey Ramone, it's a Ramone song. Right. Right? That's That's what we have... Tentatively agreed to. Now, <laughs> yes. here, here's why I can only speak for Ramones and not any other band. Okay. Is because this is the band that I, you know. <laughs> that you're latched to. Yeah, and, and I haven't, I, 
<laughs> oh man, oh, I forgot to tell you. And I, I, I just can't speak to any other band in this way because I sure. don't, I don't know, I don't, I haven't studied their, you know, catalog and, yeah. and like processed it. I'm gonna push my authenticity thing. Yeah, a but please, fun, though, because I wonder about you. You bring up some good points, and it, this is what made me think of it was think of a song like uh, the Beatles' Eleanor Rigby. Yeah, it's like. Only Paul McCartney sings. Yeah. They're not playing the strings on the yeah, yeah, It's all yeah. strings. Yeah. But that's considered a Beatles song. Yeah. I think, in a way, because it's this, like, unmitigated classic on this unmitigated classic album. Yeah. In, like, the peak of that band. Yeah. And I wonder, I think that, like, success builds in or comes with a type of authenticity. Okay. You know, that like, that is to say, if End of the Century had been an incredible hit and they just had to go with it, then we wouldn't necessarily have this conversation this way to be like, or I wouldn't have brought it up to say, is this a Ramon song? We wouldn't really have to. It wouldn't but be listen, as serious as Do as people that. look at a Britney Spears album and go like, is this like a Britney Spears that's album? That's my point. Or? But that's, I wonder sometimes. And I, and I did, I, I, to talk about the Beatles again, when I first started getting into music, I thought they did play all those things. Yeah. Now, truth be told, I also thought the Beastie Boys played all their music, even though it was sampling music. Well, as I'm saying, so I didn't, they're, they're I'm conceptualizing the music and they're, you know, they're, they're the ones creating the universe that this music lives in. Yeah. Whether or not their fingers are the fingers that press the piano keys in this moment that it was recorded, in this one instance when it was recorded, does that mean that it's not a Ramon song? I don't know. Yeah. I don't wonder if it's I think I'm own... making the statement that it is okay. authentically a Ramon's album. They, they're just working with a producer that it's also very authentically his album Mm -hmm. and his voice is much stronger on this album than their voice is. I think that's the problem that most people have, but do I think that makes it inauthentic for Ramon's album? Hmm. No. I think you, yeah, that's interesting to think of it that way. That's interesting to think of it that way. You, you're on a roll. Um, (laughs) I think about Ramon's Um. a lot. (laughs) Um, that's what I had for facts and for flying off the handle and passing about authenticity. Uh, so moving on into feelings. Um, I was going to say these, uh, lyrics are really innocuous. I mean, on the, on the page taken as they are, I think you contextualize it much better than I do. But as I was studying it, I'm like, so this is just about a guy who's late, you know, it's like, he's not, there's no unwanted surgery. Well, Okay, I guess and, I did initially. Okay, okay, okay. I did. I missed the point okay. that you're finding. But here's what I think, and I'm, I'm going to attribute this to Didi. I just have the feeling. I mean, I could be totally wrong. I but think you're right. In, in, okay, even if it's not Didi, let's say it's Joey. I mean, they're all good songwriters. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, Joey's also a very, very good songwriter. So what I like, again, just to reiterate, is that their lyrics are so simple, and it does, on the surface, just seem like it's about a guy who's late. But mm-hmm. if you really think about it and you read it as poetry, you start to understand that there's so many more deep meanings here. You it know, could be, and that it could metaphor, be the time he was late in this relationship. Sure, that consequence. The sure. I mean, that. you gotta wait. You gotta wait because you don't need no one. Wait, wait, because you know that I'm the one. You know what I mean? 
No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. I mean, I was with you until that part. And I mean, I feel like it's tough because I feel like a lot of times you can try to look for things in rock music what I'm lyrics. Saying and is- I was like, it's really, isn't it fun to just say like, Wait, wait. I mean, it just sounds good, too. Well, it, uh, it sounds very simplistic, I, yes. is what I'm getting at. But for me, the poetry feels like it's happening on a bigger metaphor. Hmm. I like the detail, but it's also kind of a funny one uh, in the lyrics of uh, the phone always rings when I'm alone. <laughs> as opposed to in a crowd. Well, like what's, what's I, the, I got the feeling that she's like comp- waiting for him outside the door or she's like in the car waiting for him. And, okay. and he, you know, before, just before she got there, he got a phone call. He's, you know, he's, he's always late cause he's like talking to somebody on the phone or oh. if they're hanging out, he's not really getting phone See, calls, but I took it literally just as its own microcosm complaint to be like, ugh, the phone always rings when I'm alone. <laughs> and I was thinking like, I don't know what would be better. I guess when your <laughs> friends are there and they're calling you from the same room. <laughs> no, I really missed the ball. I was all about that glockenspiel. You're so into the glockenspiel. I'm so into the glockenspiel. I mean, even this song, I keep trying and trying. I can't make it on time. I mean, that's so sad. Like, what if your mm. lover said to you, I just need you to be on time this one time. Like, please just. Can't do it. And he's just the like. The phone keeps ringing. I keep trying. I'm telling you, I can't make it. You know, it's just so funny to me. I don't know if it's your performance, but every time you do it, it seems so clear that it's a Didi Ramon song. <laughs> Wait, does it help if I slap my arm and inject heroin <laughs> not, into it? No. <laughs> not even. It just seems like he he struck, he strikes me, I should say, struck like I met him all the time, but he, he strikes me as the type of person that lived a life that was often just plagued by his own self. Oh, and yeah. Things like Which punct- he says even yeah. of himself, yeah. And things like punctuality were probably super hard. And, yeah. And in this, it's like, and he knows it about himself. You're yeah. Like, oh, you know. Yeah. Why do you bother setting yeah. an appointment and an alarm? It's not going to happen. happen. I can't make it on time, man. Well, that was the big thing. Here's an, uh, I think, yeah, I think we've solved this mystery because <laughs> part of, I think, why CJ did so well in the band when he did was because that guy showed up. Yeah. We said to, sh- we said to be there at 7. He was there at 6.59. He, he totally could make it on time. He totally could. Yeah, good for him. You know? Um, are you going to love, are you going to like, or are you going to make it on time? Well, at first I, I was going to come in here with a strong love, but I don't know. There is something about that glockenspiel that it just doesn't sit with me. And I do feel like this is one of the songs on the album where it's like, hmm, it's so pop, like saccharine, poppy, that mm. it's almost losing it for okay. me. Okay. So you're going to... I'm going to say like. You're going to like it. Yeah, I'm going to like it. I am a very strong like. I was really yeah. close, but I but I don't love things. No, um, <laughs> but I I don't know. Well, I, first I of all, wanna... I don't like how late he is. Why can't he make it on time? <laughs> I need a song that's on time. <laughs> um, Can you just n- <laughs> set an alarm? <laughs> and then adhere to the alarm. Uh, that's the verse I didn't make it. No. I always set an alarm. <laughs> you know, we should lose that. Um, I, but I really, really like it. And it's actually one of my high points on the album. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, I think, I think it's kind of, as we said earlier, it's has a little more of the jingle jangle in it. Yeah. From, 
from previous Ramon work. Yeah. And so I, I've always just kind of responded to that. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's also not one that I necessarily seek out. Yeah. Um, but would I put it on a mixtape? Sure. I, I love the jingle jangle of the Ramones. I mean, it's one of my favorite things that they do. And I, and I know that a lot of people don't appreciate that, but I think, I think we're going to make them, but there's a reason why this album was like their best selling album. There's gotta be something. Sorry guys. You know, is it's right. It still is their best selling album. It was like contemporarily speaking at the time. And then during their career, I think as albums go, yes. They had greatest hits that household it. Oh, okay. But as far as like yeah. individual album, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to force it in here, but I want, I want, I wish they could have called an album "Jingle Jangle Unchained," but <laughs> it wouldn't have happened. Um, do you have a most valuable Ramon? Uh, Ramon, would I ever give it to Phil Spector? I feel like he's gotten a couple. Really? You would give it to him here. I'm gonna give it to Dee Dee. I'm I just gonna too. assume. I am too. Give him something. Yeah. Something. I think, yeah, we've invented, it's like, <laughs> we've invented this whole fiction possibly around and be like, it was a Marky song, <laughs> but then, yeah, I think it's legit. I think it's legit. Uh, any last words to say before we run out of time? No. And I can't make it on time. Okay, good. Uh, well, thank you everyone for making it on time <laughs> to listen. Uh, to our show we appreciate it so much please follow us on twitter we are at ramones podcast and join us next time when we will be discussing i don't care on ramones of the day